Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode 121 of the Get Around Podcast. My name's Jake Adnip. As always in the studio with me, James Cook, Andrew Rosenthal. I don't even know where to begin. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start on kind of a somber note just because it, it was a bit of a shock this weekend. I know we got a call at about 8 o'clock Saturday night from uh, Bel Air's Brad Fisher, athletic director out there, and found out that their head football coach, Brock Robinson, passed away suddenly Friday night at his home. I mean, I know that Brad was torn apart when I talked to him on Saturday night. I know he meant a lot to that community, and he was, uh, you know, he was a fixture in the school. He was a part of the football program for over 20 years, so obviously everybody had been touched by, you know, Brock Robinson in that community at some point. I mean, James, you, you had a lot of experience with him over the years. I mean, what, what do you think he was able to do for that community, or what was the reaction that you got from him? Yeah, I mean, and, and he works in the building too, so, you know, Brad interacts with him every day in addition to being the football coach, you know, working in the – in the school every day, and, and I believe it was Brad who hired him as the football coach. So I, I can I can totally understand that, that Brad was probably really torn up by this, and it was just nobody expects anything like this, of course. I mean, he was only fifty four years old. Yeah, I remember he was one of those coaches where you go and you do the season preview, and you go out to Bel Air and you spend a half an hour at the football practice, and you take some pictures, and you talk to talk to a kid, and then you talk to Brock Robinson for three hours. Yeah, he was a chatter. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, because that was the one time that I did the, I didn't do the football preview for Bel Air the first year I was here, but last fall I did it with Brock, and that is exactly, there was a three-person, or three-team scrimmage, and I swear, maybe 15, 20 minutes in the middle of the scrimmage, he just, oh yeah, just come on, didn't even didn't even go over, he just let his team go do whatever they were doing, he's like, I'll just chat with you, it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, was, he was a really nice guy, it, it was unexpected, very sudden, and I mean, I know our condolences here at the Record Eagle are, are with everybody in Bel Air and the Robinson family. Uh, I know it was tough, especially you had three high school age kids, um, all three who were at Bel Air. So I know all the the whole community with their friends and you know their family. And like you said, he worked in the building. I know that's going to be a hard time, especially kind of where it is right now, where we know it's not going to be easy to mourn him like they would like to as a whole community. Mm-hmm. I went back and looked in my uh, in my messages. I was looking to see like what the last things I had said to, to Brock were, and he, one of them was that he said that his daughter is in the uh, uh, I can't remember what the name of the the program is, but it's for a writers you know like a writers thing, and uh, she actually read one of her poems before Mitch Album did his thing here for the oh. National Writers Series. Like she got up on stage and read one of her poems, um, which was really good. And Brock was there, and we ended up talking to him after the show for a while and everything. But I was looking th- back through the messages, and uh, one of them was that as part of the thing for this writers group that she's in, they came and visited the paper. They came and visited the Record Eagle, and I wasn't working that night mm-hmm. or whatever. But he's like, he's like, yeah, she said she saw, she saw your desk. <laughs> and everything and i'm just like apologizing because it was probably a mess yeah i guarantee it was a mess i guarantee (laughs) but but he he just thought it was hilarious that uh the the paper gave him uh gave everybody chapsticks they had the record eagle logo on them i thought that was hilarious too i mean (laughs) one time i did a a, uh not to take off from the subject but one time i did a boy scout troop tour Mm -hmm. through yeah i remember that and uh i was like what can i get these kids and they they gave me chapstick and pencils to like give to these kids and i was like all right i went on i went and i bought candy at like cvs and expensed it i'm like i'm gonna give some candy to these kids they don't want chapstick from the record you go they're like eight-year-old boy scouts <laughs> but yeah no i mean I, I know that that we're all saddened to hear about that loss and i know that bel air is going to be you know have a big hole uh to fill not even just in the football program but once again in the community so it's very sad to hear about that and yeah i really hope that everybody gets a chance to kind of actually give him the memorial that he deserves 
Yeah, and, and Ben Belair is going to be you know, kind of hard-pressed to find somebody to step into those shoes. I mean, he was a football coach, good football coach, I think probably even a better person and you know a figure in that town. He also ran the Pop Warner team over there too, so they're they gonna have to find that too. I mean, it's just it's just gonna be a big void there to, to fill. Of course. Now, uh, I do want to tell you guys what we do have planned for the rest of our show today. As promised, we had our hockey all region team released in yesterday's edition of the Record Eagle. We're gonna go through that, uh, introduce you to our player of the year, who is going to be our interview for today, which is Traverse City Central's Charlie Douglas, led all area players in goals, only one for thirty and thirty, correct? And uh, yeah, he didn't lead everybody in assists, okay. but goals and points. Well, okay, goals and points. But he was like. Uh, top three, I think, in assists. Oh, yeah, too. I think it was only two or three away from the top. Yeah. Regardless, Charlie Douglas is going to be joining us via telephone uh, for our interview on episode 121, so make sure you stick around for that. After our interview, we're going to have a little bit of fun today and do a game of Would You Rather. We got some fun questions off the internet. Uh, these guys have no idea. I have no idea. We're going to play a game and see where it goes. How do, how do you have no idea? Well, I mean, I've, I've picked a couple different websites, but we're, we're going to randomly fun? pick some good ones. Because I've, I've picked out some good ones, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to regiment the whole thing because so I want to So you have an too. idea. I have an idea. But we're <laughs> going to play a game of Would You Rather. Uh, we're going to induct three more people into the Hall of Fame, uh, retroactively or proactively, however you want to call it at this point. Uh, we're going to make sure that we get some names into the most exclusive club in northern Michigan, and then we'll get into our trifecta to end the episode. And I know everybody loves to hear us jibber-jabber then, so make sure you stick around there at the end. Just want to remind you, sponsored by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City. Freaky Fresh, Freaky Fast, Jimmy John's Freak Yeah. Boys, we had our hockey all-region team come out this week. Next week, we're going to have our wrestling all-region team, and we're going to wrap up our spring all-region uh, all dream teams and all of our sports. Hockey came out this weekend, and I want to talk about it a little bit. I know, James, you had a big hand in taking care of this, and you saw most of the stats, but we had Charlie Douglas as our player of the year. Let's talk about him a little bit and why we chose Charlie Douglas from Traverse City Central to be you know, that guy. I, just looking at the stats, it, it became pretty apparent. I mean, it was kind of a two-dog race, I think, between him and Nick Aon. From, from Boyne City, plays for Petoskey because it's a co-op. But uh, just the fact that he put up 30 goals and 30 assists was the only one to hit 30 in both of those categories. And there was only, I think, four kids total in the area who hit 30 assists, and then he was the only one who hit 30 goals. And we know that, that Traverse City Central offense was high-powered. There was a lot of guys scoring on that team, but 30 and 30, I mean, that's a lot to get so, up yes, to. If, yeah, because it's not like he was the only guy who was scoring all of TC Central's goals or anything like that, too. Like, they were funneling all their offense through him. Uh, yeah, they were pretty well distributed, too. Had a bunch of other good secondary scorers, so... You can tell he took yeah. the biggest advantage of the opportunities that he had when he had the puck on mm -hmm. his stick. Uh, you know, I mean, that line that they had Man, talk about talk about a quick. They were fast on the ice, and I mean Charlie Douglas. This is like once again, there were so many kids on Traverse City Central who obviously made this season what it was for them. I mean, they had a historic season for their their team. They made a great run. They only had a, what it was it two regular season losses this year. I, Charlie Douglas obviously he had a total of sixty two points, had thirty two goals and thirty assists. I mean, those are those are MVP numbers in the NHL. Yeah, and I think it was, I didn't bring my stats with me, I should have, but I think he had seven game-winning goals this season. No. But yeah, you said, but you said Nick Aon. He is the one who led all players in assists this year. He had 35, and Holmes was only four points behind Charlie Douglas. He had 23 goals on the season. So, I mean, like you said, this was, yeah. I mean, the seven goals obviously makes a difference, but then you have five more assists. That is a very, very close, you know, plus minus even. And Aon actually, I guess, had one or two more points than that because Petoskey hadn't figured their playoff games into their stats that that I had. So I guess he had one or two more points 
from that. But that's, you know, still Douglas is a little bit ahead of him. Yeah, and then also on our hockey dream team, we had Traverse City Bay Reps, Caleb Miller. He had 27 goals, so he was third among all area players. Once again, I mean, even the Bay Reps had a couple guys who could do this, but when you, sta- when you stand out like that on such a good team, you know that you, you're going to be on that dream team. But he's only a junior, mm-hmm. so they have a lot to look forward to. These other two guys who we just talked about are seniors. Uh, he's going to be one of those guys at the front forefront for player of the year next year, if I'm not mistaken. I would think so. I mean, uh, the the three forwards were kind of clear cut for the first the first team or the first line, however you want to put it. The hardest part was the, def- the was the defenders, and really, I could have taken any of those four or five top defenser defensemen and put them on the dream team. It was it was pretty close. The forwards was much more obvious who those top three were. No, I mean, you get into the defenders. We got Ethan Vanderrose from Traverse City Central, who's a junior, and Derek Hebner from Petoskey, another junior. We talk about a couple of these guys how, how did you make that distinction was there like a cutoff in their goals because i know these guys had point production from the blue line yeah i mean i i talked to a bunch of the coaches and pretty much everybody had Vanderrost in their like top two defensemen from the area and then it kind of varied um on the rest of the coaches whether it was uh, garrison waugh or josh reese or Derek hebner you know, a lot of times gorno was mentioned in there too so that was just such a close race and but hebner's offensive numbers were just hard to ignore no, I mean, 29 goals 21 assists 50 points total first team all state in division two i mean if there wasn't competition or if you just looked at this team on its own you'd have no issues with what's going on there. But then you see a couple of these guys. Before we get into second team and who they were kind of competing with, I want to round out who we had on our first team. We had Traverse City West freshman goalkeeper Mason West. I know he became a superstar over there at Traverse City West. The crowd loved him. The bleacher creatures were all about him. And he had a 1.41 goal against average. In the playoffs. I mean, I know he took some losses, but mm-hmm. they found themselves in some close games and found some, you know, some really tight ones there at the end of the season. We've had, I think last year, our goaltender of the year was a freshman as well in Grant Newhart. Uh, That's back-to-back years that we have our Dream Team goalkeeper being freshman. That means that there's a lot of stuff looking up for these teams over the next few years. Oh, yeah, and and Judd Lawson is going to be back next season, too. Yeah, he's a junior, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he's the second-team goaltender. And it was a, almost a toss-up between those two for the, who the dream team goaltender was. So, you know, yeah, I think you're going to have a lot of these teams are going to be loaded next year. Wes is going to have a lot coming back next season for hockey. Now, for our, our coach of the year in hockey, we decided on Coach Jamie Voss from Gaylord. Didn't have, like, the best record in the Big North or win the Big North or anything, but led them to a regional mm-hmm. title for the first time in over 15 years, since 2004-2005. Leading them to a regional title... They had a 14-13 and 13 record, uh, but, I mean, I know that we could obviously argue for, like, Coach Chris Givens at Traverse City Central. They had a fantastic year. You know, uh, there was that Central-Marquette game in Gaylord, and the fans there were, like, they were listening to the Gaylord-Calumet game on the radio, and they were rooting for that they were rooting for Jamie Voss because they were just that sleeper in the playoffs that everyone wanted to see win. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, and, and getting – getting a regional title for the first time since the 04 season when they went to the state finals uh, or went down to the final four that year um, actually i think played in the state title game lost you know it's it's just a a big bounce back year for that program i know that they're not disappointed with where they got to they ran into a buzzsaw in a state powerhouse i know it was 11 to 1 when they lost or whatever it was in that quarterfinal game but i guarantee you that the the regional title even is probably a little bit more than what they assumed was going to be possible at the beginning of this season um, especially with how loaded the Big North Conference has been over the last several years. Mm-hmm. That tells you how far a game, how far away that game was. That a bunch of the fans went to the Central Marquette game in Gaylord. 
and listen to it on the radio rather than going to it. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, we're in a we're in a hockey arena. We got the atmosphere. We'll listen to this and just act like they're on the ice." Yeah. Uh, so what we're doing, we're just gonna run through the second team. We've already talked about a few of these guys as part of the lines and stuff with the Dream Teamers, but Will Dawson. Sophomore Traverse City Central, he's a forward. Was on that line with those two guys. Obviously, that that scoring threat between those three guys is kind of unreal to have. Sorry. Michael Skirmerhorn, the Traverse City West forward. I know he's one of the more physical guys on the ice for the Titans. Uh, he's all over the place for them. Whenever you're watching West, you see uh, Skirmerhorn doing work. Also with him on the defensive pairing from Traverse City West is Josh Reese. It's another grinder. Uh, we had both of them in this podcast studio uh, earlier this season to chat about their stuff. Uh, make sure you go back and listen to that episode if you're interested on those guys from Traverse City West, mm-hmm. but they were both really good interviews, and I know the whole season they had some fire in their eyes. And uh, both so of those guys and Mason West will be back next season, and a bunch of other those, pretty those good are players. Those team captains as well, yeah. so there's going to be some continuity there for Traverse City West next yeah. year. Traverse City Central may have had the young team with everything, but, man, hockey looks pretty good here in the next year or two. Yep. Central West and the reps, they, they all look pretty darn solid. Yeah, then we got Garrison Waugh from the Bay, Bay Reps, uh, senior defenseman, more of a stay-at-home type of guy. You know, so it doesn't have the big stats, but just one of the one of the better pure defensemen in the area. He had two goals, 15 assists. And then Josh Reese from TC West that we mentioned, and then and then Sam Gono from Gaylord, senior defenseman, 16 goals and 11 assists. Well, he missed six, seven games because of uh, you know his injuries and stuff. You know, had four more goals in the playoffs for them, so he came through. And when he came back from that injury, you kind of wondered how effective he was going to be or if he was going to be the same player yeah, and he right. was maybe even better and then your second team goalie is uh judd lawson from the bay reps another junior who will be back next season uh he was 13 4 and 1 with a 1.71 goals against average and a 929 save percentage he had quite a few shutouts too didn't he five five shutouts. he had five i think which was the most of, of any of them uh, uh, mason west was like really good at not getting shelled at like i think he only had like one or two shutouts he would just like let in one goal a game that was pretty much it like if you're if you're west you know uh, we, we only got to score two because <laughs> we're pretty sure I mean, Mason's only going to let one in this game. If he lets one in, it's probably one of those things like you get mad, mad enough at yourself that you're like, I'm a brick wall now. Not a chance. It's over with. But congratulations to all of our area uh, hockey players who made our first and second team, our dream and second team. We have plenty more in honorable mention. I'm not going to go through and run through all of those. If you want to see that, make sure you look online uh, at record, record-eagle.com or pick up that Sunday edition of the Traverse City Record Eagle. Check all that out. We had uh, basically a full page just for our uh, dream team, so make sure you pick that up and cut it out and put it in your scrapbook. That is going to lead us into our interview with our player of the year, Charlie Douglas from Traverse City Central. He joined us via telephone on Monday to chat about the honor and how he is holding up. So let's go ahead and give a listen to that now. The Get Around is extremely excited to welcome in our Boys Hockey Player of the Year, Charlie Douglas from Traverse City Central. Charlie, thank you so much for joining us via telephone today. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I know this is your second time joining us at the Get Around. It was quite a while back, almost a year now, uh, probably actually maybe more than a year now since you were on the podcast with us. A lot has changed, and I know you guys had a fantastic season over there at Traverse City Central. But let's start off by talking about your selection as Player of the Year. Uh, we know that you were one of the top point getters. You had 32 goals, 30 assists this season. But what about the high-powered offense and the line that you were on at Traverse City Central made that happen? Yeah, I had a great line this year. Me, Will, and Carson, we came back. We were together last year, so we kind of worked the kinks out then. And then we came back full speed this year. And I don't know, that player of the year award, it's pretty cool because most of those guys I played against, like Nick Allen, the guy right behind me, 
even from Petoskey, we were on travel team together. And, like, I don't know, it's just a good nod to, like, Matucci and what he's done before I was even on Central with all those players. So I think, like, eight out of the ten guys, Matucci coached in travel. So it's, like, pretty cool for him. And then he obviously has some reps guys on there, too. Now, what about the play this year at Travis City Central? was able to kind of, I mean, like you said, there's a few guys on this team, but I know Will had a lot of goals. Uh, Nick Summerfield had a lot of goals. I mean, you guys put so many shots on net. What was the uh, the driver behind that and the production this year? Uh, well, obviously there's the same speed kills, and I think we really took that to our advantage. We were just a lot faster than everyone. Like, we used our speed to get to the net quick, speed to make plays. We always had our heads up. We would outshoot teams by, like, 40 in some cases. So, I mean, like, our offense was just abundant. It just came, came to us pretty easily i guess with their speed now would you say that you're you're more of a playmaker or like an opportunity seizer when you're on the on the ice um well this year my numbers are pretty even like i think like 30 assists and 32 goals but i'd say i'm more of a goal scorer if you look at my past two seasons i think it says that aside you can't pick a tc central player who's the next best hockey player in this area i'm friends with they're not friends with I mean, I am friends with him, but I like the way he plays. Do you guys know, are you familiar with Jack Bradley from the rep? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's one of the fastest guys I've ever played against, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And if he would get a bunch of scoring opportunities, but if he would have buried the puck, like, way more, he would have had way more points, but it's just footwork and skating and his agility is kind of unmatched. Talk about just this this season. I know you guys, regular season, I think you guys only had two losses, right? Yeah, 21-3 and then... And then or something the like that. I, think okay. it, I mean, yeah. I mean, either way, what was it about this team? You guys, I mean, you're you're one of the the older guys, obviously, on the team. Uh, you guys had a lot of young kids this year. What about or what what type of leadership were you able to kind of bring these young kids along and have the success that you did this year? Um, yeah, even though we were young, we still had a lot of returners. Like the number like four seniors was a little bit deceptive because I think like we only lost one guy from last year. So I mean, it was pretty nice to have all those returning bodies back because everyone was familiar with the systems and stuff. So they stepped right in, and I mean, with that, we still brought on like a lot of freshmen in that point too. And those guys, like I think Doc. Doc Peters, our assistant coach, was their like head coach to travel, so they're familiar with the program, and it was kind of an easy transition for them. They stepped up big. Obviously, you're going to be leaving Traverse City Central, um, and I-, I feel like you've left them in a pretty good place, but what is the future like, or what what, what have you seen out of the team uh, as you kind of leave it in your rear view? What does it look like for Traverse City Central and the teammates that you had last year? I think they're going to continue off, like continue the success, because like, we're only losing three guys, and the tough part for them will be filling in like offensive spots Grant will be fine between the pipes and they're they don't lose any defensemen so I think if they like Will and Carson step up next year and keep the keep producing on offense then they'll be fine because the defense and defensive side will shut it down and now as we talk about leaving Traverse City Central in the rear view um what are your plans for you know hockey or even college moving forward I know that you know the end of your senior year was kind of taken away from you so I don't know if you have more time to plan that out, or what's what's kind of the what's kind of the move for you? Uh, yeah, I was gonna go to a couple junior camps. They were supposed to be in like May and June towards the end of the school year, but they're getting pushed back to like July or so. So I'll go to those. It's just tough right now because I can't even go to the ice rink and skate. So. Who knows how that'll look when I'm back on the ice. But I say, what are you doing without that ability to kind of hone your skill? Is it a lot of street hockey, a lot of stick work? Uh, you doing a lot of conditioning? Yeah, yeah. I set up my like I've been going on bike rides for the conditioning part of it, and I set up like I put 
like pieces of wood in the corners of my net in the back so i have something to shoot at and i've been boxing with my brother a little bit to just in case i get in a couple fights next year okay, you know, okay. Like, <laughs> now uh is what, it, what leagues is it that you're uh that you're looking at trying to, to land a spot in well i have one i'm trying to get into a camp for the ushl which is like a pretty good junior league mm-hmm. like the best junior league and then i have one camp in the North American Hockey League, which is one below the USHL, and then I have a couple teams that I have a spot for in the USBHL, which is like one, two, three for junior leagues. So I don't know. It depends on how the camps go. When you were a younger guy playing hockey, did you grow up watching the North Stars then? Yeah, I did. I housed a couple, mm-hmm. Chris Salamone and uh, Ryan Amon. So they're good guys to look up to when I was pretty young. Chuck, what's the, what's the process like for junior leagues compared to the college recruitment? It's more world dominant, I guess. And it's like, like there's, you got to compete with like, it's not just like high school guys trying to get into college. It's like guys playing AAA too. So you got to, I guess, show your skills off versus like different leagues and like different players. Dudes from like Germany yeah, yeah, and you're stuff. Com- yeah, you're competing with kids from like Sweden yeah, and Finland. Like, yeah, last year I went to a camp for Aberdeen who's in like, who's in the mall and there was like a couple like a kid from germany on my tryout team i was like dang <laughs> like i thought my drive because the camps aren't always like in detroit so i thought my drive was something to get down to the camp but he flew across the ocean to get there does everyone speak the same language oh uh, yeah most like most guys who come over to the states already know it they know what they're getting themselves into who has better uh, hockey hair the europeans or the americans i i don't know overall right now it's tough because those camps are so like from what i've seen i haven't really played against many europeans myself but from what's going on at professional level it looks like the europeans who does have like the big the best flow in the big north conference oh in the big north well come playoff time we all did we had our more yeah hold on hold on um, let me stop you there what went into that decision? Mullets of all things. <laughs> what, what, what went into that decision? I've seen. I think. I think when you guys played, was it Muskegon, Mona Shores? They all did like the the slim shady and like dyed their hair like blonde. Yeah, they like, bleached their. What goes yeah. into the mullet decision? Because that's a new one for me. Mullet is the ultimate hockey really, hair, though. No, <laughs> yeah, nothing really screams hockey like a mullet, I guess. And it's like, no, like you see the Minnesota videos where all those helmets are getting taken off and they're shaking their heads on the blue line but i don't know we did like stripes a couple years ago and we knew at most we would have three weeks with it so i don't know it's something fun to do did anybody did anybody stick it out did anybody like really embrace it and now they're like mullet master no not anymore but it's funny you say that because the week after the season was over we had a golf and like this is my first year playing golf like you sean deck and summerfield they both recently joined the golf team so it was us three and it was like i think the monday after we lost and it was we lost on saturday and we had a huge golf meeting with all the parents and i was <laughs> they like i was planning to get my haircut on the tuesday so i still had the mullet and it was a big golf meeting and i just had i'd like stand up and those guys got their haircuts already so i was the only one looking <laughs> Looking from the 80s oh, in the big room. I, I can like, imagine. <laughs> that's good. That's, yeah, good. that's like if you saw somebody on the PGA dry. Tour with a mullet. Like, could you, like, he would become an instant yeah. star. He would become yeah, an instant exactly. star. Yeah. Mullet on the PGA no, Tour. John Daly. <laughs> There's so many looks. Like, and it's not like it's like a hockey meeting where, like, all the parents are like, oh, it's a hockey mullet. It's like golf parents that I don't even know who are <laughs> <laughs> meeting, me, meeting me for the first time. Yeah. Did anybody from the team just transition right into Joe Exotic? <laughs> no, that was before the show. I'm sure. I'm sure if the show was out in our time, we would have had a couple bleached. And anyways, um, now just just to talk a little bit more about you right now, you in the future. I mean, just uh, 
how is how has this kind of changed your life? Obviously, with now you know, kind of graduation's not going to be a thing. All this, uh, all this stuff's kind of dropping on top. I mean, how has this affected you as just a senior and as Charlie Douglas? Well, I mean, in the short term, it kind of t- it's a little nice. We get off of a lot of schoolwork, but I mean, in the long term for us we're not going to get those same experiences like i don't know graduation and stuff and just those last couple months like i feel bad for our basketball team in specific like they were playing for their first district title since like 2006 i think Mm -hmm. for that to get canceled the day before like my friends like henry and mitch like that's tough for them like at least like the hockey team point of view we got clarity like we lost and then it was canceled like they didn't really like obviously they weren't i I mean they wanted to win states but it's not like like basketball is a lot tougher but i mean the district title since first one since 06 that's tough well what's been the hardest part for you individually um or or what 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 being taken away from you has been the hardest because you got you did get that last final you know hockey season and i are you don't did you do Mm -hmm. uh, spring sports uh, no, I used to play travel soccer, and then I, I, I started golf this year, but okay, yeah, that but wasn't really a huge, huge loss for me. Exactly. So, I mean, but what, what, what's been the hardest thing for you uh, coming out of this? I know I was prom's gone, graduation's gone, just probably your senior pranks or whatever. I don't know. What's been the hardest thing? No senior skip day either, man. Not everybody gets they a month a, and a half of senior skip days. Yeah, we senior get a senior skip, skip month. month. Yeah. But everybody gets it, um, not just the seniors. So that, that kind of takes something away from yeah, it. It's, it's tough to not see, like, my core group of friends, like, every day for the last time I would see them. Like, the ones, obviously, that I'm really close to, I still talk to, and, I mean, I don't see in person, but I will eventually. But, I mean, there's some guys that, like, that I'm close to now and probably won't see for a good while. Yeah, I never even really thought about that with everybody going off to school and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, come yeah. the fall time, this is kind of a time when you guys all branch out and separate at this point. Yeah. So kind of cut that short just a little bit. Now uh, we, we asked this to another podcast guest, but did did you ever feel like there would be a time where you would say, "I want to go back to school"? Uh, yeah, I did. I thought like when they first came out with three weeks, I thought it was like like I thought that was a while. I was like, dang. But now, I mean, <laughs> that seems so small. That would have been gone and passed by a week or two at this point. Yeah, yeah so exactly. We're, we're already way past that. Now, just for you, I mean, what is uh, what what are your plans for the summer? And are, are, are you have a school that you plan on going to, or is that kind of all um, up on the air on juniors? Well, I mean, I've got a couple, like, I'm still deciding between juniors and, like, the small, like, I've got a couple, like, ACHA teams, so, like, big schools like Eastern that, like, their school isn't funded. Mm-hmm. or their school doesn't fund their hockey program. So, I don't know. I'm trying to get into, like, playing juniors. My goal would be NCAA, okay. either Division One or Division Three. So, what, what, Did you ever did you ever actually name a person in the Big North Conference that had the best flow? We got, did, got sidetracked by mullets, I think. Oh, the best flow. Probably Will Dawson. Line me. He's got the curly hair. All right. Well, Charlie, really appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat with us. I'm sure it's a welcome distraction for you. I know it is for us. Mm-hmm. You get to talk about sports a little bit, but please stay safe. Uh, we wish you the best of luck out there in juniors and in your career beyond. Uh, congratulations once again for being selected as our player of the year. And, you know, hopefully we'll see you out here over the summer. Thank you guys for having me. Stay safe. Another big thank you to Charlie Douglas for joining us here at the Get Around. That interview is sponsored by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich today with the Jimmy John's app. That's going to lead us into our fun game of the day, fellas. We are playing a game of Would You Rather. I think everybody knows the rules. You have to pick 
one or the other. There is no way out. It's a life and death situation. If you don't pick, you die. Deal? All right, here we go. We are, I don't know how many we're going to do. We're just going to have some fun with this. I hope you guys enjoy because these, these will be interesting. But here's my first one. Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? Skin color. With emotion? Wear, wear your heart on your sleeve? Everybody can see when you're really mad? Yeah. Is, it, is the... it just me or do other people change their colors too? This is you. Oh. The, the, this, uh, I'm asking you on every one of these questions. No one else, just you. This is your choice. No, there's no other ramifications for anybody but you. Skin that changes colors. I would rather have the tattoos from the day after, or from the day yeah, like the day before. I think that'd be like really cool. I was gonna say right now on the uh, <laughs> on the quarantine, it'd be like the same tattoos every day. They would just be like I said, it's been like this Groundhog Day, so like I would have the same ones, but then like it'd be really cool to see like you know like the more I think about it, if I did something pretty awesome in a video game, I would show it off on my wrist, like, win in Fortnite, win in Call of Duty. Alright, alright, here's the next one, here's the next one. We can't stay on anyone too long or we're, not, we're just gonna get down a rabbit hole. Would you rather have to fart loudly every time you have a serious conversation or have to burp after every single kiss? Hmm, I, I would say the burp I'm, seems I, I, more I, reasonable and I have a pretty forgiving wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you could like for a single guy. I could see why you would probably yeah. not want to take that one. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the first one. I think I'll, I'll just it. go with the fart and blame it on someone else. Well, I wouldn't even blame it. I'd just be like, "Yeah, dude, like it's a serious conversation. I got like IBS or something. You know, I'm getting worked up. I don't know. There's got to be some adult <laughs> explanation for that, right? I'm gonna go with fart loudly every time you have a serious conversation because, like, I don't know. Is it yeah. loud enough that and it would be determinable that it came from you? It's loud. I'm gonna so. guess so. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't be. If, if there's a way to wiggle out of it. It wouldn't be much of a would-you-rather. Oh, okay. Would you rather have all dogs try to attack you when they see you or all birds try to attack you when they see you? Dogs. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad about that. Well, yeah, but hopefully hopefully it's like attacking with kisses. I can't see birds being yeah. like good attacks. Yeah, and Cause got would that be Because they got talons and stuff on them. That beaks, and hard beaks and talons. Completely... I, like, dive poop you hour. all yeah, at the same like, time. I got pooped on by a bird at Brennan's. And then you can't ago. now you can't see, and then they come with the claws and the I beaks. Just, I think the reason why I said I would rather have dogs is because the pure amount of birds that like you probably gonna take these dogs yeah, on one you, by one. You're gonna you, get hit by like a if you're outside, birds. you're never gonna get away from birds. Yeah, they're literally gonna be attacking you twenty four seven. Yeah. Would you rather have every shirt you ever wear be kind of itchy or only be able to use one ply toilet paper? One ply. I well, think well, like I, it, I, you know okay. what? I'm, I'm taking the loophole on this one. It would be every shirt that I ever wore would be a little bit itchy, but I would just turn out like that guy on Tiger King and never wear a shirt. <laughs> and still have a nice comfy You can loophole the toilet paper too by saying, I'll just double double or triple up the one ply. That doesn't make the toilet paper quality any better. One, bad one ply is still bad one ply. Yeah. There was a point. You still wash your hands afterwards. There and, you sh- <laughs> and you should be washing your hands afterwards, people. Jake, there was a point in college where I did most of my shopping at the dollar store and I accidentally bought like a 30 pack of one ply toilet paper for my apartment. I never heard the end of it. Never. I would, yeah. I, I, you, you keep. It was that like ten paper. bucks. Yeah, you keep that toilet paper. You but my roommate said you're using that all to yourself. Yeah, I'm not using that. And you know what I did? I did. I'm like, I'm not making this go to waste. You could have turned it for a profit now. <laughs> yeah, right. Stockpile that boy. Would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night or sweat maple syrup? It says not sweet maple syrup, but still, like sweat. Maple we'll syrup. Like I you're a darn tree. Syrup. You're just yeah, you are just gonna be a sticky boy. Well and here's gonna the, be a mess. Here's the but thing spaghetti about spaghetti hair is gonna be a mess too. Yeah. Here's the thing about the maple syrup one. When you're having pancakes, 
You never have to forget to get the maple syrup at the grocery store. But if you had regrowable spaghetti hair, you could just eat that and never have to go shopping again. I could lick my wrist and get some maple syrup. Yeah, you get, but you could like survive off of you. That's like a sustainable source of food. That is quarantine right there. You know, you know. I just thought about this too. If you went on a run, wouldn't you just get stuck after a while? I, yeah. go, I go spaghetti. I go spaghetti hair. I'm going spaghetti hair because because the syrup would get would be just that would just be you'd be sticky all the yeah, time. Yeah, and you have be to sticky like and everything. spaghetti hair and, you and the spaghetti hair. Okay, so it says that it regrows every night. So you have to shave. So it off. you you could shave it off in the morning, go Are through the day fine, and then it'll regrow overnight. Or what you do is you shave it off into like your bowl for lunch. <laughs> and then you go and have hey, it for the next day. Spaghetti for every yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be able to detect any lie you hear or get away with any lie you tell? Get away with any lie I tell. You, how do I know you're not already doing that? You can well, you can't get away. Like I, I'm just feel like you could much more manipulate situations in that way than if it's just like, oh yeah, I just know that people who suck. <laughs> You know? I'd, I'd go detect every lie. That'd be a cool power. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. And then it doesn't... Uh, like, you'd be able to call people out as soon as they tell you something. <laughs> yeah, and that doesn't make it so that you can't tell a lie. No. Would you Would you rather have to use sandpaper as toilet paper or hot sauce as eye drops? Ooh. And this is like 100 yeah. grain sandpaper, you, you, you too. Rem- you remember, I remember I said it's life or death. You choose one of the things that you die. Just, I'll die on that one. I'll just die. Like, hot sauces, eye drops, or sandpaper as toilet paper. Because you're bleeding or you're going to... You're bleeding or you're bleeding. <laughs> in one way or the other. Yeah, that's... You, you, you can't walk or you can't see. Okay, I'll, 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 say, I'll say if I had to choose one of those two things, I would, I would take the hot sauce one because I don't use eye drops. Neither do I. Yeah, see, we're looking for loopholes. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be infamous in history books or forgotten after your death? Okay, infamous means that you are famous for a bad reason. Yes. Would you, yeah, would you, would you rather be known in history as like a terrible, a bad, horrible a bad person, person or just be forgotten completely? I'll be infamous in the history books. You know why? One, one, one name right now. Joe Exotic. Um, I, I like this one. Would you rather have to sell all of your possessions or sell one of your organs? Weird choice, but, uh, 50 bucks for my heart. My organs are definitely pretty worth, much be dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my organs are definitely worth more than my possessions. I know that. So like, if we're just looking for pure monetary return, a kidney might not kidney, be the worst idea. He goes for 20, 30 grand a piece. And it might even be more if you're really looking for it. You pick the organ, but you still have to go through surgery. I'm going to, I'm going to sell one of my organs just because you sell all your possessions. You're not, you, you're not going to have anything then. Yeah. If, if you if sell, I sell all your my possessions organ, though, I, you'd be kind of free then a little bit. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could just, yeah, just like become Yeah, because if you hippie. sell your possessions, there's nothing saying you can't get them back. Yeah. True. Or you can buy other things. But I was just thinking, like, if you have all your possessions and you sell an organ and you have all your stuff plus a bunch of money. <laughs> it's true. Would you rather die in 20 years with no regrets or die in 50 years with many regrets? Easy one for me. That's why I picked it. And I know I my say, mom I, I know my mom doesn't want to hear this, but I would rather I'd, die I'd 20 say, years. I'd say 20 no. years, no regrets. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm only 26, and that means I would I would only be 46 years old. Like That's younger than I am now. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, But zero. I mean, I have no regrets anyways, but I, I, I don't think I would add 30 years to my life and have it just be crap. Would you rather be transported permanently 500 years into the future or 500 years into the past? Past. 
five hundred years ago is like medieval times, right? Yeah, it'd be fifteen hundreds. I'm saying that's like lords and lords and serfs, and that's that's on the back end of like the castle age, if I'm not mistaken. So, do I want to be Monty Python or do I want to go to Total Recall? (laughs) Terminator. Terminator. I know. How do we know that that's what the future is going to look like? We don't. It's just what you think. That's what. But but we know what the past is going to look like, and it was pretty darn cool then, and we had some pretty fun times. You really think it was pretty darn cool with everybody dying from the plague and the Black Death? We had the Renaissance, and we had like Joust. Yeah, that's not cool. I thought it was. I'd rather go to Spaceland. I'd rather go 500 years in the future and see like what Like, imagine how excited they were when electricity was first invented. I can just imagine, though, 500 years in the future, how bad we've screwed up this planet. Yeah. And how horrible it's going to be. But that's why, that's why a lot of the futuristic ones that you all see are just like skyscrapers in the sky where you're flying through just clouds of smog and all this. So who knows? I'm going. I'm going 500 into the future, though. Yeah, you kind of just it's it's whether you want to gamble on whether it's in the future or the certainty of the past, or if you're like optimistic that at some point. Because if be you went right. into the past, you'd be a genius with knowing what you know now. Would you rather be invisible or be able to fly? Ooh, be invisible or be able to fly? Yeah. Would you rather be invisible or be able to fly? I'd just rather be invisible. Again, who, who's saying you can't fly if you're invisible? You, well, no one know. would know. It's not. It's not. It's not I, I, you you got to make it more black and white than that. You can't mix the powers. But you could like at the very least you could like sneak onto a plane for free if you were invisible or something. Where you could like you quote sit? unquote fly. I don't know. I just don't think that f- I, if anything, I don't think flying is that cool of a superpower. Personally, like if I was gonna do something in that realm, it would have to be like teleportation. Like I don't want to fly everywhere. I just want to be there see the thing is if you're invisible you're also alone too well no like you could turn invisible just like you could choose to fly yeah, no so you're just flying all the time and you're invisible all the time yes yeah then obviously invisible you're... i don't want to just be a rocket ship in the in the atmosphere would you rather lose all of your memories from birth until now or lose your ability to make any new memories from now into the end of your life well considering that's already happened i'm gonna go with the first one you don't remember anything up until this point in your life What'd you just tell me? I asked you if you would rather lose all the memories. Wait, what? What are we talking about? <laughs> all right, he's over. You, what about you, Jason? What about you? You just got to play. Yeah, it. he just got MIB. You bit, you bit on that one, yeah. too. You bit hard. Hard. Uh, lose all your memories from birth. Or not be able to make new new memories. I would say lose all the old ones. Because if you can't, have, if you don't have the ability to make any new memories, that seems like you're that like would stuck. be pretty hopeless. You're just like stuck in that yeah. spot. And you would constantly be telling the same five stories. That you do remember. People do that anyways. <laughs> all right. Would you rather be able to listen to your least favorite music music genre of all time? So for you, it would probably be like country music or something other than EDM. Or not be able to listen to music at all, ever, for the rest of your life. Oh, no, I would listen to country music. But it's like all the time. Constant. Whatever. I mean, it would be, it'd be music at that point. Yeah. If, like, if it was like The Giver or whatever, where like there's no color in the world and there's like just a little bit of... Yeah, I'm still going to enjoy that color. I mean, maybe I'll just make my country music better. <laughs> yeah, okay, would you, ra- yeah. would you rather inherit $20 million when you turn 18 or spend the time earning $50 million through your own hard, hard work? I'm going to guess that the that second half of it means that you get $50 million at 18, but you've worked your whole life to do it and have had like, no leisure time. I guess. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's, I, the way I, that's the way I... Okay. Look at it. Okay. So, yeah. So, would you rather just not do anything at all and have $20 million handed to you or spend the time working for it when you're 18 and have $50 million handed to you? Well, I'm working at that point. If that's the way you look at it, I'm working. If that's the way you're looking at it, yeah. See, I looked at, if I looked at it the other way where it was just like I'm getting handed $20 million or like when I turn 18, I get a job and then by the time I'm 40, I got $50 million. I'm probably taking the $20 million handout like that because I feel like I can turn that $20 million into more from that time 
than having to like get to that pinnacle, if that makes sense. Yeah. Investment yeah, opportunities. I'm going to take the 20 million and no one's selling me. I can't work. Would you rather have one nipple or two belly buttons? No. I'm definitely, yeah. I'm going with one nipple. Kind of. I couldn't imagine having two little. Yeah, two belly buttons would be kind of weird. <laughs> Wouldn't that look really weird? You'd have like four bellies then. It's almost like one of those like plush couches. <laughs> You could, like, literally have, like, a six-pack, though, because that would be, like, the two fingers that you can carry the six-pack with. Yeah, I'm going to go with one nipple. I can't imagine what two belly buttons look like. No. E- either way. I know. That's it, what I'm it, saying. I would, go with, I would go with one nipple because they don't they don't, I don't use them for, any, for anything anyway. I know, I, know somebody, one I know somebody with three nipples. I know somebody with six nipples. Not even a joke. Really? That's yeah. not a, that's not a cat or dog. No, no, a person. He literally. <laughs> has, I mean, they're not they're not like all full size nipples. He has like a few like miniature nipples that are just like sensitive like nerve like moles almost, but they're nipples. All right, here we go. Last one. Would you rather have chapped lips that never heal or terrible dandruff that can't be treated? Hmm. Terrible dandruff that can't be treated. I think I would go with dandruff as well. Dandruff. Chapped yeah. lips are just annoying. I just, yeah. If you get like a split, then you're just kind of like, all day day you're looking and chewing at it and trying to get that piece and you figure if you get it, then it'll be good and it's not. So here's the thing, if you have chapped lips, you can't have buffalo wings or like any hot sauce. All right. That was our favorite game ever. I had fun. I don't know about yeah. you guys. We're gonna have more games, more stuff. Highlight one thing of I, day. one thing I want to introduce you guys to, and we are asking for your help. What other stupid things should we be doing? Yeah. Besides <laughs> that, what other, what other dumb things can we do? Um, but we're gonna be asking for your help. We're getting back on Twitter, and we're gonna start a month long. Twitter poll, Twitter tournament battle of the best athlete of all time. Over the next week, we are asking our loyal Audible listeners, Audible viewers to send in suggestions of your favorite athletes or the best athletes from all eras, all sports, male, female, Olympic, professional, college, whatever, whatever. You can nominate yourself. Whatever it feels, we are going to, we're going to put together a list of all of our nominations by the end of the week. And get together and work out a 64-person bracket for the best athlete of all time. So we definitely need some input from you guys. We're going to be running a very long Twitter poll where we'll come back every week and kind of update you on where we are and who we think is going to be making their moves in the next week. So please interact with us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Send us a message, DM us, uh, retweet, reply, whatever you feel is best. We are looking to hear from you. Would You Rather, just like everything else on this podcast, is sponsored by Jimmy John's. With two locations in Traverse City, Jimmy John's spends six hours slicing and baking every day to make you a 30-second sandwich. Freaky fresh, freaky fast, Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. We have two more segments, and we already kind of been hockey-heavy today, and we're going to go ahead and put three players retroactively into the Hall of Fame. I think we each chose a hockey player to add into the club. There's no voting right now. I don't know if there's going to be voting, voting for a while. We're probably just going to be putting kids in, but for episode 121, we have three new entrants into the Get Around Hall of Fame. I'll go ahead and start off with mine. I'll make it easy. Our interview, our player of the year, Charlie Douglas from Traverse City Central. He uh, he was nominated a couple times during the season, got beat out by state championship performances, things like that, but obviously well-deserved. I'm going to start off with uh, Chuck Douglas, Charlie Douglas from Traverse City Central. James, who's your nomination for episode 121? I'm going to go with another hockey player, uh, forward Nick Aon from Petoskey. Actually goes to Point City, but we talked about that earlier too. Uh, Coffee plays for Petoskey. And Andrew? Going to go with Sam Gorno. We talked about earlier, most injuries like that, it seems like you kind of taper off or you might take weeks, months, maybe even a year to recover. Just feel like Sam only got better. You only use that as motivation to play in another game. So that's what I'm going to go with. And defensemen don't always get the uh, the limelight during the regular season. So it's good to toss a couple of uh, couple of guys like that in there. So congratulations to our three area hockey players for making it into the Get Around Hall of Fame. 
the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Okay, we're going to make it easy trifecta today. Your your best food that you've had, that you've made for you made yourself. Oh, that's it. I'm here now. Ready? What during, was, during here's, here's, my, here's my trifecta. What was your quarantine Easter like, James? What was what'd you eat for dinner last night? Anything special? Oh, we made a dozen uh, deviled eggs. Sorry. <laughs> I knew you'd enjoy those. We made a dozen double deviled eggs. It was amazing. They're great. That's what you had for dinner? Yeah, put some paprika on them. That's what mm. you had for dinner? Just, just a dozen of dozen deviled eggs? Yeah, yeah. For breakfast, we made, uh, we had... Blueberry and bacon pancakes. Oh, I think I saw Cena posted on Facebook. Is, mm-hmm. it, is that good? Mixing the like bacon inside of the pancake with the blueberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maple yeah. syrup, of course. Yep. And I see that. That sounds like a good day right there. I made myself some stuffed peppers yesterday. Top five meals for me. I love stuffed peppers. Stuffed peppers are always good. But uh, shout out to Seven and Four's Rachel Schuett. She she's you know she really wanted to celebrate Easter. She cooked up Easter dinner. Got an Eastern ham and dropped off a. A plate of leftovers for me. I was like, yeah, you know, if you're going to cook all this food, man, I have literally like a pound of ham at my house. She just loaded up a huge Tupperware container. So, like, I got a stuffed pepper. I got some leftovers. I am ready to, like, eat some din-din tonight. Joni Moore gave me a recipe one time, actually, for stuffed peppers. But it's it's a, it's a simpler recipe where you don't actually take all the stuff and stuff the pepper. You basically just chop the peppers up and then use all the other ingredients. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just... It's without, it's without having to cut the pepper after the fact. It's without having to cut the pepper and do all that extra work. Um, so it's basically just kind of like mm. a casserole, stuffed pepper casserole. But it supposedly tastes the same way. Best meal you've had from quarantine? Uh, best meal I've had since quarantine. Oh, yeah. So you know how you can buy like those microwave pulled pork things for like seven or eight bucks? Are like the ones in the bag? No, the ones in the crates, the containers. Okay. So there's the bot, the like the bag. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, the bag ones, and then there's the bigger ones. I think I know what you're talking about. They had ribs in those. Mm. So it was like microwavable ribs, and they had like four or five, and that was a huge meal. And I, I use my own barbecue sauce for that. Like, man, you just made me think about the ribs that are in my freezer. Ooh, that sounds good. Like microwavable ribs, you can make in five minutes. My roommates give me crap all the time that I don't cook. Well, I just microwave ribs, dude, so. Alrighty, well, you know, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. But that's going to do it for episode 121 of the Get Around Podcast. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, retweet, comment, gif us. Hit us up with suggestions because we know you ain't got nothing better to do. Yeah, and, and we know you want to hear from us. I mean, like, DM me on Twitter, yo. I don't get many DMs. Thank you so much for listening to episode 121 of the Get Around. We'll be back next week with episode 122 for another good old time with the good old boys. Have a good one. We'll see you then.